just leave them that big, man. You know, not shy, though. But anyway, yo, let me get that coat. Let me get those jeans. And let me get that rock on your finger. Oh, stuck? Then I'll take the whole finger then, man. Let me get those bags from Paris. And the puppies are staying. Uncensored, giving you the hottest shit in the streets, man. And this episode is going to be called Out of Bounds because, my God, the shit that's going on right now is completely out of bounds. Damn, this is bigger than a basketball court. Yo, this is three feet, no check. <laughs> this is all 93 feet on the court. Huh, I guess we just going to start out with this shit. Fuck it. Well, the Currys are divorcing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? Not the Currys. They show up to every game wearing their son's jerseys, you know, with the whole family, Aisha and them. But everything might not be peachy king behind closed doors. Now, word is, this is what I'm getting. It's all alleged. I'm not trying to... um do this but i'm doing my job here so i mean this goes with on with every athlete there's no way possible if any athlete is banking millions of dollars it's very difficult to stay faithful when you're getting more attention more bank more attention more money more problems more money more problems more money more bitches it's just a way of life. If you can provide a woman with financial security, she'll damn near tolerate anything. Not all of them, but you know what I'm saying, though. But as soon as a man is banking more than 250 a year, it's more options and more selections of women. Women that they would have never got if they were working a regular 9-to-5 job. And I don't give a damn who disagree. Fuck who disagree. This is what I think, at least. But, allegedly, Dale Curry was unfaithful throughout the marriage. So that prompted Sonya Curry to go out there and get some revenge. Hey, man. 
mama gotta have a life too. And I'm not saying that she right or wrong. I'm just saying mama gotta have a life too, baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> she, I mean, according to Dale, she was out here fucking a former Patriots tight end name. I think it was Steve Johnson, right? Yeah, Steven Johnson. And she been fucking around with him for quite a while. Even been living with the nigga off and on the last two and a half years. And I'm sitting there looking like, what? This gotta be eating Steph and Seth alive. And, 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 and the sister. Like this is, you know, you know, this is national news. You're not gonna be able to avoid this. Reporters gonna be asking questions and shit. Motherfucker go, you know, what, what, what kind of shit? You know what kind of shit like that does to a man? I know that they're men, but everybody is different. Everybody handles their parents' infidelities differently. But we don't know the the, the psyches of Seth and Steph. Me, personally, if these were my parents going through that, I wouldn't give a fuck. That's grown folks' business. That's none of my fucking business. I know that my parents took care of me. I know that my parents did their thing with me. And that's all y'all motherfuckers need to know. All that other shit that's going on, that ain't none of that. That ain't nobody's business. But unfortunately, Seth and Steph play for the NBA. So everything that they do is going to be highly publicized. You know, it could be a crackhead in the family that's homeless. And they'll say, oh, rich and famous player, Steph Curry, uncle homeless he's not giving him any money you know they they tried to demonize dr dre for letting his daughter and his grandchildren like be homeless but we don't know that situation see that all we know right now is dale has a history of cheating which should be expected i mean it's hard to resist temptation and to decline 150 times. You remember in Love and Basketball when Zeke was trying to tell Quincy that resisting temptation is not easy. And he didn't necessarily intend to hurt his mom. He knew the consequences. But at the same time, the way that he described it is the perfect explanation as to how these athletes operate in this world now again I'm not saying that Dale cheating on Sonya was wrong and Sonya cheating back is wrong what I can tell you is th these are the effects of being a pro athlete like you gotta be one of a kind one in a million to resist every temptation that has been thrown at you. You got nines and dimes throwing panties at you. Nines and dimes popping up in your room. Nines and dimes waiting for you at the lobby. Nines and dimes waiting for you at the club, at a restaurant. When you out with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Temptation is hard, hard to beat. Especially when you got even celebrity chicks that you've been crushing on your whole life throwing that pussy at you. That's difficult to resist. 
whether I do something or not, I'm just saying in general. I feel bad, you know what I'm saying, for the Currys. I love the Currys. They're good, they good, they cool little, you know, I love Dell. Dell is a hell of a broadcaster on the Charlotte Network. You know what I'm saying? And his wife birthed two NBA stars, including an NBA superstar. So that's got to be devastating to that family. But we don't know the psyches of all involved. But Sonya did the uh, did the thing, you know what I'm saying? She got re- got her little revenge off. You know, some women can't take too much infidelity. They got to do something. Shit, Sonya had to get her little swerve on. Shit can happen. Shit can happen. <laughs> I mean, hey man. It's still a it's still a fucked up situation, man. But my prayers do go out to the Currys as a family as they, you know, deal with these uh, issues and all that. But um, today is uh, August twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one. This marks what the twenty year anniversary of Aaliyah's passing. Wow, this was the first celebrity death that rocked my shit. That really made me sad. Because it was just how Aaliyah went out. She was at the top of her career. She was about to be in the Matrix sequel. She was in the Queen and the Dam. She was in Romeo Must Die. You know, she was becoming an actress. Now, a good actress, you know, that leaves to be determined. But she was getting that, getting to that bag. And Aaliyah dropped three classic albums. Fight me. Fight me on it. I dare you to say that. The Aaliyah album ain't classic, or One in a Million ain't a classic, or Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. All three of those albums were classic albums, back to back. And it's hard to imagine what she could have gave us later on down the line. Now, here's the thing that I don't like. I don't agree with people saying that if Aaliyah was out, Beyonce wouldn't have been as big. That's not fair. I think both of them could have coexisted together. I think they would have collabed because, you know, I think Beyonce was j- just destined to, you know what I'm saying, to blow up. She she had that machine. Aaliyah wasn't going to stop a machine. Aaliyah was going to exist alongside that machine. I think Aaliyah and Beyonce would have been dope on a collab together. That would been fire. Good for music. You know what I'm saying? But baby girl left a, a, a lot on the table. You know, a what if legacy. You know, because you, as you can recall, you know, Aaliyah came into the industry through Star Search. And her uncle, you know, had a record label. And the record label put her together with R. Kelly. She dropped her debut album, AJ Nothing But a Number, in 1994 with the lead single, Back and Forth, AJ Number to Number, At Your Best. My, I mean, my um favorite Aaliyah song is, is called Enough Said. I mean, it was one in a million, but I just felt like the message 
of that song just reached me well. You know, I don't like the Drake verse. I, I, I got the version without Drake on it. Drake messed that song up. That's just my personal opinion on it. Fight me on it. You can do what you want. But I like that song, though. I like the concept of that song. That's my favorite joint. But the second one is definitely one in a million. I mean, she has some joints. Like, even the album cuts, like, never coming back. Gotta give it up. Everything's gonna be all right. Street thing, old school. You know what I'm talking about? Like, even those records were pretty solid. And, you know, she passed in a, in a plane crash in 2001. And, it's, and just the details of that is just very disturbing. And I don't really want to get into that. Because I definitely want to remember her for her legacy and not her passing. Yeah, but Aaliyah was a transcendent artist. She was definitely special. She was like... She had more of a monotone, low voice, but can hit that high note if needed. No, she wasn't like a top-tier vocalist, but she was like a pretty decent vocalist. And she was just incredible. You know... You know, Pac and Biggie Death didn't affect me that much because yeah I was young but it was kind of be it was kind of expected you know because Tupac always would have would predict his death always Tupac always predicted his death So it wasn't surprising. And then on top of that, guess what? Biggie, you know, it was obvious because it was definitely going to be a retaliation for Biggie's death. It was it was technically expected to happen. But Friday releases, mm, not really expect, you know, I don't have any expectations. I mean, is West Side Gun dropping Hitler Wears Herman's AIDS? Where that shit at? I mean, I think he pushed it back again because, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on with West Side Gun. Because he should have been dropped it. Um, Belly is dropping an album. I don't think anybody really gives a fuck. But I'll check it out, though. I'll give it a spin because, you know, um, it ain't really, ain't really much coming out. So I'll give it a spin since he's a Rock Nation artist or whatever. But real nigga shit, I don't think anybody gives a fuck. He does got a single with Benny, though. That's the only reason why I want to check it out is because of Benny. But I don't think that nigga got but two fans. Him and his mama. No disrespect. 
you know, Belly's one of them artists that's in the middle, directly in the middle. He doesn't suck. He's not ass, but he's not special or appealing. Dude can rhyme stuff together and things of that nature, but he's not superior. He's not really one of the best in his class. There's so many motherfuckers better than him in his class. And uh, the baby, I guess Hot 97 um, let the baby perform. That's what's up. But yeah, I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, though. Um, I'm going to see y'all. This is King Known Uncensored, Out of Bounds, special edition episode. While I'm working, by the way, I'll holla.